Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Maddie Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. So I'm going to use this walk-in to kind of tell all of you guys what my experience has been lately with COVID-19 and kind of why we waited for two weeks to release an episode. And Kayla so gratefully ended up editing our 109th episode while I was unable to edit and Corey wasn't, was not able to edit because two weeks, well, I guess... I don't know how long ago it was, like a week. A week ago. Um, about, yeah, about a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I had put in, like, my time in Washington was coming to an end with, like, my contracts there and everything. And so I was originally supposed to end March 31st. And Corey had put in his two weeks notice for work to, like, end on March 31st as well. But when he put in his two weeks, his employer was like, hey, we're not getting much work right now because of COVID-19, etc. Would it be okay if we just let you go now instead of, you know, for the two weeks? Mm -hmm. And so Corey was like, well, there's really no reason for us to be here anymore. And I had kind of worked it out with my employer to leave early, but like it was just everything came really quickly. Like everything was happening really fast, which is what has been happening with everything going on with COVID-19. Um, that it's just like, there's so much uncertainty where like, we don't want to be in Washington for like months upon months because mm-hmm. really we have no idea how without long jobs, just, like, without jobs. Exactly. How long this like quarantining is going to be going on. I didn't really want to be in Washington any longer. Um, so within a matter of like, 48 hours, Corey and I made the decision to, I mean, it's just crazy when I look back on it. Like we made the decision to pack up our entire life 
in Washington within a 48-hour period and move across the United States in the midst of a pandemic. So because of that, we weren't able to put out episodes. I needed to figure out like how my quarantining was going to work. Like guys, I literally camped in my car. Like we blew up an air mattress in my car so that we didn't like expose anyone or be exposed to anyone else since we were coming from like one of the epicenters of the United States. They, so we, like, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just have to interject because yeah, they got rid of like half of their stuff. They donated yeah. half of their stuff. Mm-hmm. So that way they could fit a, air mattress in the back of bethany's little crossover it's not Mm -hmm. even it's you know it's it's not even huge in the back yeah Mm -hmm. and um and warmed up fucking vegetarian you know quote chicken (laughs) patties using the air vents in her car you guys this is what she did so you know to like i just want everybody to know how safe you were being when you were traveling across the country because one of the things you guys really thought about before leaving was no we don't want to be stuck here without jobs without income for who knows how long but we Mm -hmm. also really don't want to you know potentially carry this to anybody else exactly that was my biggest fear was like how are we gonna crawl like drive across the entire u.s um and not expose anyone like guys i literally peed in a cup like i didn't even (laughs) go into public bathrooms and we did it like in three days which Mm -hmm. is by far we've done this drive multiple times that is the quickest we've ever done it and yeah i when we decided to pack up it was like kind of late you know, on like an evening of one day, I can't even remember. It all happened so quickly, but I was like, all right, I got to pack up the computer. I got to pack up all the podcasting stuff. I was Mm -hmm. like, Kayla, I'm so sorry. I can't edit the podcast. I sent you the file and you're like, I'm on it. I got it. And I literally went through all of our belongings and donated about like a fourth to half of our belongings so that we could fit an air mattress in the back of my car, which Mm -hmm. was crazy. So Long story short, guys, I am safe. I am quarantined right now at my sister's house. Um, it was a blessing because we did get to see Kayla and Jordan for a little bit. And like that was so, so wonderful since Kansas City was one of those like needed stops before mm-hmm. we went into St. Louis area. So there was a lot of um, wonderful things that like came from it. Corey and I have felt like our marriage is like stronger than ever because of this. Mm-hmm. Um Thank you, everyone, for wishing me, um, you know, luck on my and and safety on my drive out. Um, You guys are super incredible and I'm just very blessed. We're healthy. We hope you all are staying healthy um, and staying safe. Like I know that peeing in a cup and camping in my car at a rest stop in Boise, Idaho is like extreme, but (laughs) I, you know, I'd much rather be extremely cautious than like regret anything along my way. So I hope you guys are all doing the same. I'm sure you are. Um, but anyways, I just wanted to update you guys before we get into, to this episode. Yeah. Um, so I'm so glad that you are safe and seemingly healthy and, you Mm -hmm. know, back here in in the midwest in missouri we're so close we're yeah. in the same time zone it's we did see each zone. other it's crazy yeah we did <laughs> see each other and it was amazing just yeah. you know it had been since october and mm-hmm. um yeah so anyways since october like six months wow <sighs> God, so long 
Um, on that note, for the second time this week, welcome back, Iconics. And if you're new to this podcast, I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany, and this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yes, welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. What a wonderful hour it is, too. But disclaimer, this is an informative fangirl podcast. That <laughs> Why means are you that laughing? To, <laughs> I was just laughing because I'm like, it's not going to be an hour. Um, no. No. We'll but. see. <laughs> um, but, uh, so that means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though. So if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some, I understand why there's major <laughs> thirst for manager Sajin. I do too. I really do. Mm. Or why am I not surprised that there's armies who make manager Sajin oh. fan cams? My God. I, I really, we really should not be surprised at this, at this point in time, but we are. One of my favorites, I didn't mention this at all in the research, but one of them, like, is from a while ago and it's at the airport and, like, this army is, like, like, literally has a fan cam on him and he looks so confused. Like, he notices (laughs) that the camera is on him and he's like, why? Why? (laughs) You're you're not here for me. (laughs) So if you're down for that, then you're in the right place because today we are talking about manager Sejin. But before we get into it, we want to thank you, Iconics, for being here once again and for supporting us. If you'd like to support us even further and have access to our Google Docs, um, especially like this one today, all of these pictures, we have a bunch of pictures in here, a bunch of links to sweet moments, a bunch of, you know, links to uh, information that we found. Uh, there's a lot of stuff here. If you want access to it, just go to our Patreon and donate a dollar a month. Yeah, or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out weekly episodes. Any type of support you guys have to offer is super appreciated. We glad you all are here. Um, We're super excited to do this episode. Um, So just for a bit of an overview of what's going on today for this episode, uh, the Manager Sajin episode was as like it was one of the options for a bonus episode but we Mm -hmm. saw just how much love that people had for manager Sajin, which we totally understand why um and that he really deserves his own episode so we're like screw it we are just gonna give him an episode two for this week um Mm -hmm. i think it's again one of those episodes that's long overdue but it's just not like one of the really bts focused episodes it's kind of like random because it's just like one of their managers but he is like so prominent in their lives like from start Mm -hmm. to finish um so for an overview we're really going to talk about like the job description of a manager in the k-pop world um and then we're going to get more specifically into manager sejin and kind of what his responsibilities are for bts and how it's kind of um evolved from the beginning to now because he's definitely Mm -hmm. i mean he's like their most well-known manager that we all know about Um, Mm -hmm. then we're going to get into his friendship and like relationship with BTS because he's definitely more than a manager to every single member of BTS. Um, 
he's like kind of around the same age, you know, he's been there from the very start. Uh, so it's hard not to see the, the obvious friendship that is there with every single one of them. Uh, then we're going to get into kind of like his role, like his role as the manager, but also this like dual role that he has as a bodyguard. Like he really does Mm -hmm. protect BTS. Like you wouldn't expect like the manager who's keeping track of the schedule to end up being also like a bodyguard who literally is shoving crazy fangirls out of the way. Um, and yeah, so we're going to, we're going to go into like specific moments of things like that, specific friendship moments. And then at the very end, we're just going to talk about something that we just can't avoid which is how hot he is like (laughs) he's pretty hot like there's no Mm -hmm. denying that so we're gonna fangirl a little bit about manager Sejin yeah just a little bit Mm -hmm. um okay so talking about the job of a manager uh specific to a k-pop idol manager um This title is also referred to as a celebrity manager, and this person is responsible for many things and also has to have many qualities and skills to qualify for the position. So obviously in K-pop, a manager would need to speak Korean, need to be incredibly organized, charming and sociable, good at networking, and good good at working on low amount of sleep. Um, they also have to have a clean driving record, but they should also be very fast and efficient at driving. Like they need to be able to get those idols in a car and get them from point A to point B mm-hmm. on time. Um, they young idols. also young idols, mm-hmm. right? Round them on up. Like, can you imagine like wrestling like 2014 BTS? Yeah. Like, Jungkook, especially like the Makne line line of the time, like they had to have been really difficult to pull out of bed. Mm -hmm. They still Um, are. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, A a K-pop manager also needs to be resourceful, punctual, and patient um and those three are probably the most important skills that they should should possess Mm -hmm. so in general um they're in charge of compiling and also confirming schedules for each of the members um and the group as a whole uh they might be making it or they might be you know distributing that work to other managers um they also coordinate hair and makeup they can run errands they might process receipts um the lower level managers do a lot of grunt work and personal assistant work and obviously the higher in idol management that you get the you know bigger jobs bigger tasks that you have like Mm -hmm. you might be if like Sejin might be managing travel schedules and ticketing or coordinating talk show media things yeah there's definitely a vast amount of um responsibilities for managers like I mean, you go from like hair and coordinating hair and makeup to like running Mm -hmm. errands or holding bags at the airport to like actually like working on their scheduling, like maybe even getting venues and stuff. Um, Really, we don't know specifically what manager Sejin's role is, um, but these are just kind of like the overall um, responsibilities that typically come with being a manager in K-pop. Mm hmm. So for manager Sajin specifically, as far as we can tell, he is kind of 
kind of like the main point of contact between BTS and the rest of the management and like event coordinators and like interviewers. So Mm -hmm. like, I mean, as we'll get into more of the the relationship and friendship with manager Sejin and BTS, but he definitely is like that, that connection, that, that little, I don't know what you want to call it, that like just intermediate position. yeah, he's the go-to point, like the the point of contact, I guess. Yeah, the point of contact yeah. between mm-hmm. BTS and the rest of management, for sure. Um, that's definitely a role we see him having. Um, definitely getting BTS ready to go, especially in the early days. He's definitely always there. He's definitely always at the airport with them, uh, mm-hmm. especially in the early days, HY by H era. You see him a lot. Like, you'll see him carrying bags for them, um, checking to see that they have all the necessary items for like departure. Uh, we also believe that he coordinates a lot of the needs for the rest of the management team as well. Uh, he seems he's very involved, like you know, he's mm-hmm. there a lot. And it's what makes manager Sejin so special is that like we see a lot of like BTS, like big hit staff. But, like, manager Sejin is, like, always there. He's just always there. Mm-hmm. He is, whether he's, like, holding their bags or protecting them, like, a bodyguard or whatever, um, whatever it may be, like, or just supporting them. Like, a lot of the times I feel like he's just there to be with them because he enjoys hanging out with them or whatever. Like, he's mm-hmm. he's just always, always there. Um, but lastly for, for what he does is... We think he goes a bit outside the job description of a manager and acts as a bodyguard, too. Uh, We didn't see, like, for the overall skills and things or, like, responsibilities of managers is to be a bodyguard. But there has definitely been a lot of airport incidents where, like, manager Sajin is there acting like a bodyguard. Um, And we'll definitely get more into that as we go but it's like the fact that he acts as a bodyguard on top of his other like roles of just like carrying their bags and like coordinating schedules and stuff it's like endearing I think it speaks and to his his personality and his mm-hmm. yeah yeah like just how he is as a person that he truly like loves them and wants to protect them and make sure that they are you know safe he just wants to make sure yeah. that they're safe yeah yeah I definitely, I think it speaks to his dedication to, to the job, his dedication to them. Yeah, I think this is why he truly exceeds as one of their, their best managers. Yeah, and why we have this topic to talk about and why we have so many friend-related moments and bodyguard and hot moments to talk about because, mm-hmm. you know, this is just... Hot uh, moments. Who he is. Well, we have, you know, we just have a couple notes about, about you know, but whatever. Sorry, guys. This really is a fangirl podcast. Like, we're educational, <laughs> but we have to talk about how hot he is. I mean... Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, BTS has not always had the best managers. And so I just think that they have such an incredible, incredible Mm -hmm. manager in manager Sejin that, you know, that's why we notice him so much. And when we were doing this research, we really came across that BTS has had a fair amount of bad managers and in k-pop there has been bad managers within like the different companies including big hit um we came across like at least one manager that had like 
kind of a threatening hand towards Jungkook. It mm-hmm. was, and these are definitely in their older days, like debut, like school love affair type type era. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a long time ago. Um, and definitely as time has gone on, clearly Big Hit has weeded these people out. But we had like one manager like threaten Jungkook with a hand. We saw one video of Young where like, this manager quite literally like hit Young's chest. Like he hit yeah. his chest and it wasn't like a really hard hit, you know, like a punch or like injuring him, but it was still like quite obviously like he's being physical with him. And, yeah, like, and it was I'll, like indignant and he was staring was at Young like it, he was staring at Young like, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck you are you know? doing? Like get going, you know, which I'm sure, like, managers in these situations are under a lot of pressure and stress, but, like, it was like, whoa, dude, you can't I mean, do that. But it's, you can't it's fucking your do job that. that you signed up for, and you have to treat people like human beings, you yeah, know? Yeah, you need to figure out, yeah, exactly. So yeah. when he did that, the thing that, like, for us was so shocking was, like, there's a girl in the background, like, I, she was, like, one of the big kids staff, too, and she quite literally covered her mouth, like, like, gasping. oh my God, gasping that like he had just done that to Taeyang. Um, and Taeyang like didn't get injured or anything from it as far as we know and like just went on to do whatever. But like clearly there's been bad managers and there are bad managers out there. And I feel terrible that BTS had to ever come across these types of situations. Um, but the reason we bring this up is that there definitely are managers that BTS have had that haven't been the best and that have treated them poorly. But manager Seijin is definitely one of their best and Mm -hmm. most competent managers. And I think is one of the most competent, well-known managers in the entire K-pop industry. Like he owns this title. He is Mm -hmm. the definition of the most perfect manager for K-pop. Yes. The most most sought after. Mm hmm. So let's kind of talk about his relationship with BTS. As you kind of said, like it's really developed over over the years, obviously, just with time mm-hmm. that they've spent together. They've gotten to work really well together. They've gotten to know each other really well. Um, something that is just evident in anything that you see between BTS and him is that we always see him act very patiently and, Mm -hmm. you know, he's described as being really sweet and kind and managing seven different people and just being there for their every need and making sure that everything is ready to go for them Mm -hmm. is a lot you know and um but we always just see him being level-headed and just chill and making it happen getting it done yeah he's definitely very patient and super sweet and kind uh you can see that as time has gone on like he's spent so much time with them and like his personality I think meshes really well with the rest of the BTS members that he's become a good friend to them Mm -hmm. um and how could you not be he's been with them since boy in love uh back when school love affair was I mean even maybe no more dream you know too cool for school but like from the content that we've seen definitely he's been there since boy in love Mm -hmm. uh 
And oftentimes he's referred to as the eighth member of BTS. I don't, we don't know a lot of personal information about him and we didn't go seeking for it because Big Hit really tries to protect the rights as they should of the Big Hit staff. Mm -hmm. Um, But based on like kind of his appearance, he has to be kind of in the same age range as BTS. Definitely older than the Mockney line. Um, But, you know, I think his age has allowed for him to really become such close, good friends with BTS. And there's no denying that. Right. Like he might be in like his late twenties or early thirties, which isn't that big of a, Mm -hmm. of a age difference with some of the young line. And especially Mm -hmm. just thinking about how long they've been together, like Mm -hmm. that, that camaraderie and that friendship is just going to naturally build over time. Um, which is, yeah, why he's referred to as the eighth member. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to talk about this letter that he wrote to BTS and this was shared in Bon Voyage 1 during episode 7. So he wrote this letter. So I'm just going to read this letter to you guys. To Sojin, Yoongi, Namjoon, Hosok, Jimin, Young, and Jungkook. Hi guys, it's Sejin Young. Now that I have the honor of writing a letter to you, I'm not sure what I should write about. We've been together since Boy in Love, and I still remember you looked dazed and happy just by being asked what you wanted to have for lunch. But before I knew it, you've all become stars. I can... I think I can safely say that you became more famous since you have worked with me. Always keep it in mind that you've got this manager young who brings good luck. Anyway... I'm always grateful to you. I always wanted to say this. I'm not really talkative. I can't say much that I encourage you or make you learn something. And I lack many things. So thank you for following me despite that. I'm so proud seeing you admonishing and defending each other. I think now I have some bigger faith in you. Let's keep working hard just as you do now to make that faith grow stronger between us. I thought I struggled the hardest in the world as I am always stuck with you 24 hours every day. (laughs) But I recently widened my perspective and I felt that so many people were also working for you guys. Let's try to be grateful and humble. If it's with you, I think the most beautiful moment in my life is yet to come. Let's be even greater. Let's let's be an even greater team from Seijin. Oh, so like that letter is that whole it's so yeah. great to have that letter and that that exists because we don't ever get to hear him talk you know we don't ever really mm-hmm. get to to hear anything that he has to say um so to get this letter in bon voyage one which guys bon voyage it's the best um <laughs> But, like, to get this letter, like, I, something that really stood out to me was uh, how he mentioned um, that he's kind of like a good luck charm to them, Mm -hmm. almost, almost, that he's like this manager who brings them good luck. And I just feel like there's probably some sort of uh, special, like, inside joke or something that goes on with that, um, with them, that he, like, brings Mm -hmm. them luck, which is so sweet and endearing to hear. I think he just, like, he makes them happy. And, like, if you were, Mm -hmm. if your needs are met and if you feel like you're in a good environment, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you're going to thrive. And so maybe he's just really helped BTS get, you know, have what they need to really thrive like being like looking dazed and happy by being asked what do you want for lunch i mean mm-hmm. who were they yeah. dealing with before like so i just think that like 
he he even like is so humble with himself like he's like I lack many things and clearly to have this position that he has he must have many skills to have you know met the requirements and been hired to work so um Mm -hmm. I just think that I don't know he's great he's just he is great. I feel so very blessed that, and I'm sure Big Hit feels very blessed that they found such an incredible manager for BTS who can quite literally be their friend on top of their, ma- as well as their manager. Mm-hmm. You know, like I feel that is such a rare thing to come across because I hear of a lot of celebrities and superstars that have really difficult times with their managers for multiple reasons. Like you hear a lot of abuse that goes on, um, but to have manager Sejin, like clearly there's a special, special bond with him and BTS. And like, all I keep thinking about with this letter is like, imagine how like we are so proud of BTS as army for all of the things that they've succeeded Mm -hmm. in um, and how much they've grown and just like how far they've come and accomplished. Can you imagine like we've seen like, P-Dog and Supreme Boy and stuff see the the progress and the success and like Bang PD. But imagine just how proud manager Sejin is from like these really grubby boys who he was literally pulling out of bed to like be on schedule to to now. I mean, it's heartwarming. It's It's like I just get all mushy from it. He must be so proud. He must really feel like a super proud older brother because I'm mm-hmm. so much of it uh, is due yeah. to him and the work of other managers just making sure that they that everything is in place for them to be successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so we're just going to talk about some specific moments where, you know, ARMY picked up on, oh, here is him in public with BTS and they're doing something that's that's cute. This is friendship. Um, mm-hmm. So one of the things that he probably had a hand in arranging was going to the L.A. Dodgers game with Yoongi. Yeah. Um, the, when BTS were in LA for their concerts, this was something that Yoongi really wanted to do. He wanted to meet a baseball player there. He's a baseball fan. And, uh, so they got to go and there's pictures of them sitting next to each other, just having a great time. Mm-hmm. I love these photos guys. Definitely check out our Google doc on our Patreon because seriously, like these photos of, I mean, you see Yoongi sitting right next to manager Sajin, like they're clearly friends and enjoying so cute they're enjoying a baseball game together and Mm -hmm. it's it's so so cute and like clearly they're just hanging out and having a fun time outside of the roles of work like they're hanging outside of work like this is just something they want to do together um another moment that really just like speaks to their friendship is um a moment for manager Sejin, Taeyang, and Hosok. They're they're like in a, in a hotel or something, and it has to be like during like one of their tours. I think it was like for maybe the Love Yourself tour. Like Taeyang has mm-hmm. blonde hair. Jacob's wearing like this really cute like brown beanie, but they're hanging out in a hotel and they're playing a video game. And Taeyang, oh my god, I'm sorry guys, I'm just a Taeyang stan, but like <laughs> Taeyang is in this white robe, and that's all he's wearing, and he's blonde. But like they're playing a video game, and manager Sejin is the one who's playing and I don't know what they're playing it looks like a soccer game of some sort yeah maybe FIFA FIFA yeah 
and he's like sitting and like he's clearly doing well and you see J-Hope get up and he's all excited and like clearly manager Sajin ends up like winning this game or defeats someone (laughs) or something and they like fucking go berserk like J-Hope is like of course like crowing just so happy and they're laughing (laughs) and you clearly see just how like precious and endearing and loving this friendship is like it's just so so true and I just love this this these types of content that we get of manager Mm -hmm. Sajin like he's clearly just their friend you know he's more than a manager I think like it's important that he has these moments with them too. Like Mm -hmm. this is what helps them work well together is that he is approachable and he does have fun with them. And that's how they have this, this trusting relationship. Yeah. I just have to say one more thing about the thing is like in this gif, like he's just, or this like little video that we get of it. He's like so calm and cool and collected when he's playing. And you see like mm-hmm. Young and, and J-Hope like already freaking out before he wins it, but he's staying so cool. And then like right as he like wins or scores or does something, he like throws down the remote and like stands up. <laughs> like he's excited too. Yeah. Um, it's just super cute. Yeah. He's so into it. Yes, he really is. Yeah. So another moment that is just a super sweet, endearing moment for manager Sejin and Young specifically is like an airport moment where Young is like, he's kind of doing this like bear or like cat clawing action towards manager Sejin and we don't know too much about manager Sajin's personality based on that original letter that we ended up reading from Bon Voyage. Um, he ends up saying that he's a little bit more quiet and a little bit more reserved. So this interaction between him and Young is really cute because he's like standing there at the airport, like has his backpack on. He's clearly trying to make sure that they're like all getting everything done in order to take off. And Young is standing next to him, like being super goofy, being super playful. Mm-hmm. And is clearly like trying to like get him out of his shell or just kind of <laughs> like get him to react to him basically. Um, and he just kind of like laughs, you know, like he turns away a little bit, mm-hmm. like he looks a bit embarrassed or <laughs> whatever because Young is yeah. being so silly, but it's just, but it's so cute. It's so cute. It's such a playful interaction yeah definitely one of those like big friendship i think like bts sajin mm-hmm. interaction moments um another moment that just really is a testament to how long he's been with them and maybe a little bit of a bodyguard moment too was when he went to jungkook's high school graduation ceremony um there uh to support him but also there to protect him from the absolute sea of girls behind jungkook with their Mm. phones holy crap um but he's kind of like pulling jungkook through the crowd as jungkook happily smiles as he you know he he just graduated baby gookie here yeah but wow for his like high school ceremony like he's got a ton of girls behind him with cameras out like damn crazy already so popular yeah can you imagine i mean can you imagine jungkook going to your high school like fuck no (laughs) (laughs) um another kind of cute friendship moment was this little 
tiny video that I found where his manager Sejin is picking confetti out of Yungi's hair at an awards show like Yungi was sitting in the row in front of him and he's just like going up there pl- plucking out little pieces of confetti as it as it falls down mm-hmm. and I just want to take this time to say like there are so many different pictures or like little fan cam videos or whatever of bts at major events and manager sejin there with them just kind of like doing things whatever they need for for them um you know on this red carpet carrying water carrying other things you know just helping them through coordinating you know um yeah yeah super sweet things like picking confetti from yoongi's hair at an award show like that is not in his job that is not necessary yeah, not necessary. Like, Yungi doesn't need him to do that, but, like, he is there beside him wanting and willing to do that for him because he's just, it's just, like, so loving and caring and, like, definitely there's such a deep friendship going mm-hmm. on um, between him and all of the members. Mm-hmm. Um, another moment that I did not know about was that he went to the Ariana concert with Jungkook. Yeah. So... I wonder if he just, Manager Sejin just had this role when they were in the United States to kind of like coordinate some of the the leisure activities that BTS Ooh. desired to do while they were in, in the States, which is like so interesting. Like, you know, like it's, it's going outside of the description of just what BTS is doing for their role in BTS or their role for Big Hit, mm-hmm. like something that they want to do for fun outside of BTS, you know. So he apparently went to the Ariana concert with Jungkook, and I'm sure he had a, a lot of the arrangement that went into that because, like, Jungkook was like in the freaking front row, like front row yeah. of this concert. Yeah. Um, so that is just super interesting that that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a testament to just like the friendship and that like feeling comfortable enough to go and also acting as that kind of dual bodyguard position. Like yeah. he's more than just their, their manager. Like he probably went there in addition to like being able to protect and care for Jungkook at this concert right. or like same for Yoongi being like kind of a bodyguard for Yoongi at the, the Dodgers game. Mm hmm. Which leads perfectly into our next topic of how he kind of protects BTS and acts like a bodyguard. Um, This is something like, honestly, his role as a bodyguard seems to be more prominent. Well, obviously he's a manager, but like it seems like this is a big job description for him that isn't really a typical job description for a manager Mm -hmm. for a lot of other K-pop idols. So we just felt like it really needed to be talked about how he acts like a bodyguard. He really protects them. Um, He's not an official bodyguard for them, but like it's quite evident that he does this. He's often seen blocking the view of BTS in public at airports. Um, Like there's a lot of saucings that are at airports that he is quite legitimately shoved out of the way. Mm -hmm. There are numeral amounts of airport moments for manager Sejin Mm -hmm. and definitely a lot of airport responsibilities that have kind of changed from then and now but like he's consistently there um 
I mean, Big Hit often like blurs a lot of faces for Big Hit staff, Mm -hmm. but like manager Sejin, we almost kind of laugh when they do blur his face because it's like, we we know know who who that is. is. Come on. So I think a lot of times they don't they don't really blur his face, but they occasionally I do. I mean, I feel like they shouldn't. I feel like people should know who he is because, you know, they're not going to fuck with him. Like, if there's, no. you know, people trying to get around BTS, you know, they should know, like, hey, this dude is here. He's in the way. Um, yeah. uh, maybe I'm speaking prematurely here because we'll get into how attractive manager Sajin is, but um I think a big part of why he's dueled as a bodyguard is because like he is big. Yeah. Like, I, I mean tall. let's just talk he's about it now. Dude. Yeah. Like, okay, let's do he it. He is. He's <laughs> I mean, we've we've talked a little bit here and there in this episode, like he's hot. Like, yeah, okay, it's a given. But <laughs> like <laughs> You all know. You all know. You've seen him. But he's just he's a very tall man and he's yeah. kind of thick, you know? Like and he's thick. S- so he like, I mean, he has a really nice physique, but he's just tall and big. And he even like Jin is short, short, he's shorter than him. taller and, than Jin. Yeah. 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 So, he, he's a big dude. Um, definitely has meat on his bones. Like he could, he could take on someone. Like, I think that is why he duels as a bodyguard because he mm-hmm. has that height and strength going for him. Right. This is totally me just being a fan and just like theorizing here. There's no evidence of this at all, but like, I really think that he started as a manager, but like his relationship and friendship with BTS has grown so much that when he's at the airport and stuff that like he's just like, out of the kindness of his heart, wanted to protect them and therefore has taken on this body role position on like top he's of everything just else. acting on, you yeah. know, just duty. Like he just feels that duty towards them and that like mm-hmm. you know, responsibility towards them, that protectiveness. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we're going to talk about specific moments where he's acted as a bodyguard for BTS. So there's a very specific incident that both Kayla and I were like, whoa, we've never seen this before. Um, If you check out our Google Doc, uh, there's definitely some footage of it for you guys to see it. Mm -hmm. There's specific footage um, from an airport in Taipei where manager Seijin literally shoves a girl so hard to remove her from like getting real close to Yoongi like he like fucking shoulder pushes at her like he his whole body shoves her out of the way aggressively back into the crowd too he's very successful in doing it like she gets she's removed and it's like wow okay yeah he is quite literally a bodyguard for BTS yeah um you see him in multiple photos on multiple occasions for every single BTS member holding like their arm or their hands or something 
where he's kind of guiding them through crowds or guiding them through their like very direct discreet pathway that leads Mm -hmm. them to where they need to go um there's one photo of him holding Jin's arm specifically that like it's like a little couple-y like it's really cute like he's holding on the inner side of of Jin's arm just like guiding him through and they're he's smiling and Jin has a face mask on but like you just like it looks cute and it's adorable Mm -hmm. and like it's protective yeah or there's this one moment that I like of um him kind of guiding Jimin at the airport he just has his arm down and Jimin is just kind of holding onto his arm but what's mm-hmm. interesting about this is that Jimin is wearing that one of those bucket hats where mm-hmm. it goes all the way down over his eyes he's also wearing a uh face mask so his whole face is covered and because manager Sejin is there Jimin is able to just walk with his head down and not be Mm -hmm. you know really exposed to cameras so Mm -hmm. amazing bodyguard yeah he really is um this was a hard toss-up between whether it was friendship or bodyguard but we put it under bodyguard because it's because of the safety and health of Jungkook uh when (laughs) Jungkook got injured uh he injured his ankle during the love yourself tour um and i think it was during the european leg of their tour i could be wrong about that but i'm pretty sure they were somewhere in europe when this happened and there was footage from like bring the soul or burn the stage or something where manager sejin quite literally gives him a piggyback ride Mm -hmm. um so that jungkook did not have to walk on his on his ankle and it's so cute and it's so sweet to see this footage because jungkook looks like he's having a blast you know like he (laughs) loves that he's like getting a piggyback ride from manager seijin at this moment and it's so so sweet and like you can tell that he just did it out of the kindness of his heart like he's mm-hmm. not doing it because it's in his job description uh nowhere they could have like, you know they could have wheeled up a wheelchair from the hotel lobby but no he's like all right i'm gonna piggyback you down we're gonna drive you you know um, yeah like i'm gonna carry i'm quite literally going to carry you on my back yeah. um to make sure that you're okay and the dedication the dedication he is he's man like i'm so glad that he's getting his own episode here Mm -hmm. because he really does love and protect and care for bts from day one till now and like for infinity like you can tell that he's 100 percent dedicated to every single one of them yeah for sure um i mean just to we kind of addressed it but just to slide this in there um obviously a lot of people thirst after manager sejin as well uh we can all appreciate <laughs> how incredible after. he is as a um we they do thirst after him um thirst we are thirsty for him you know like um <laughs> like there's a lot of incredible moments that he's been there for for them and that he supported them through and guided them through and helped them get to mm-hmm. that moment um but it's also a fact that uh he's pretty hot he is hot. We found multiple stand t- like stand Twitter accounts, but we want to give a specific Twitter account a shout out. It's at Sajin Satellite on Twitter. Um, they have so many tweets about manager Sajin, but like <laughs> the whole account is dedicated to him. So if you are wanting some thirsty, thirsty tweets about him, definitely check out it's that so account. It's so great. 
Mm-hmm. It's just so great that like this exists. Like this is really <laughs> what army is. Like we're crazy, but yeah. this is so incredible. Like it's like even the Twitter handle Sajin Satellite. Like really, like that's like you know. Yeah. Um, they're, what they're we would say about BTS says thank you for always being there for Bontan. You are really the best manager in the world, which truthfully mm. he is the best manager in the world um but it's we just agree. it's such a great account because you get to see so many um, bts manager said jen uh, interactions um yeah but yeah he is really hot um i think something that makes him attractive is that he's like he's big and like a tall dude and he protects like our boys but also he has such a cute, cute face. Like he's not, mm-hmm. his face is like approachable and he looks very kind and and sweet, which I'm sure he is. But like yeah. on top of this like massive body build, it's like, damn. <laughs> right. Like he does look very kind and sweet and he is really cute. And he's not like, he's not like Jimin. He's not unapproachable. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give off that that vibe but um he looks like your ordinary yeah. folk like you know just like yeah, yeah he looks like a regular dude and he always is wearing yeah. these really cute glasses you know mm-hmm. so like the glasses make him look so sweet too well clearly we just love manager Sejin and um we're glad that you know voting on bonus episode topics led us to just doing this one as a regular episode mm-hmm. because we um, needed we it should, we how have we so not talked much, about this yet we did so much map of the soul seven stuff like it is such a breath of fresh air to talk about like two totally not mot seven related topics mm-hmm. Mots, oh man i still i'm still not a fan of this acronym mot <laughs> Mot seven. But Map of the Soul is so long. I know. I know. Um, all right, guys. <laughs> so if you enjoyed that episode or if you've enjoyed any of our previous episodes, there's a few things you can do to let us know. Um, reach out to us on social media or email us. Or, of course, write a review on iTunes. That's how you got the bonus episode this week. Write a review on any platform that you listen on. Really, writing a review on iTunes Um it only takes a couple minutes. Log into your iTunes account, do it. Like it's super simple, super straightforward. It means a lot to us. Whenever we read through the reviews, it's just like, wow, it's the reason why we do this podcast is just knowing that you guys enjoy it and, you know, mm-hmm. getting that feedback from you guys. So, of course, as always, you can find links for all of those things in the description. In the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing, BTS.